This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, goodness. That's the breaking news, sorry, Andrew. We have all sorts of Saints-related news we need to talk about. First things first, though... We got Florio. He's got off that Sean Payton to Dallas narcotic. He's got a new drug. It's Sean Payton and Tom Brady coming to the Saints, baby. Let's go. I got Dave. The, the Brady on bourbon t-shirts are locked and loaded. We are <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> well, uh, I will tell you this. Uh, my sources, and they have been steadfast. Uh, really, really from the beginning that Sean Payton's not coming back. And, and they, they've doubled down during this little period right here. So, I mean, for what it's worth, I don't think it's happening. But, you know, one thing I've always learned in the NFL is never say never. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, at the end of the day, like, I, I'm, I'm very skeptical. Uh, I mean, any, anything could happen, and, and certainly things can change very quickly. Uh, but everyone I've talked to is like, yeah, like, they're happy with Dennis Allen. They like him. I know fans hate to hear that. I know everyone's like, man – that's the worst news of the day for a lot of people listening to the show, probably. But there's a lot of belief in the building, especially at the top, that Dennis Allen can get this job done. So I'll let you react to that, and I have a lot of thoughts about this. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I just look at this. Don Yee is Sean Payton's agent. He's Tom Brady's agent. My right. initial thought on this was Sean Payton is looking around and he's like, the Chargers have qualified for the playoffs. They're not firing Staley. They really like Staley with the Chargers. I know the rest of the world thinks he's not great and they should fire him for an upgrade to Peyton. That's not happening. They made the playoffs. That's off the board. And Dallas is 50-50 at best. And if you're Sean Payton, you're looking around, and I think he's like, my options ain't as appealing as I thought they were going to be. I need to get these other teams off their ass and get them moving because I want to make $20 million next year. I don't want to be in TV. So I think it's a ploy by his agent to get the wheels moving with the Denvers and the, and the Colts and these other teams that have fired their coaches and maybe Arizona as soon as they fire Cliff Kingsbury into the sun on Black Monday. Like to get these teams moving quicker because I really believe Sean Payton, he wants to he wants to coach in 2023, and this whole thing of he's going to be picky and appealing. No, he's not. He wants his money, and he's going to go, and he's got to have options, and he doesn't have the options he wants right now. And he got Don Yee to leak some shit to Florio. That's my theory. Yeah. So he's bored. You know, he, he spent the year off. He, re, he recharges batteries, and he's ready to get back into coaching again. I mean. That part's clear. We all see that. I and mean, he's basically come out and admitted it in not so many ways. He's basically blatantly said it on the mm -hmm. podcast that he's been on. So, yeah, I mean, if there's anything I've learned from the last few years where we've had, you know, I don't want to say big-time guests, but, but guests that are plugged in and as I've made relationships and you know, texted with people, most of the time when I leak stuff or I tell, you, or I tell patrons stuff that I've, I, I've, I've learned behind the scenes – 
you, you most of you know where it's coming from. Like, you know, the guests that we've had on, you probably know the people that I text with. And, and what I've learned is like, that's true for everybody. Right. And so if you look at the history of PFT and the times that they've talked about Sean Payton, it's always been Sean Payton's side, not the Saints side. Right. Trying mm-hmm. to orchestrate this market for Sean or, or, uh-huh. you know, drumming this interest in like, the, oh, he wants to go to the 49ers. He wants to go to the Cowboys. And that has always come from Peyton's camp. So I have always felt that Florio's source with Peyton is, is Don Yee. And so to your point, when it's this Brady and Peyton thing coupled together, that's absolutely coming from Yee. Now, I believe if you're the Saints, Mickey Loomis in particular, you're, 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 they're, they're kind of dead silent right now. And I believe that's because it plays to their hand. Like, I, I believe internally they like Dennis Allen. They're kind of committed to him. I, I honestly think Mickey Loomis, as much as he loves Sean Payton, Sean Payton every year, like he wants a new contract. He's got a wandering eye. He's kind of been like that in all facets of his life, if we're being honest. But like yeah, Sean Payton has a wandering eye and like he, he gets bored with projects and wants a new challenge all the time. And so I think that I think in some ways, Mickey Loomis probably wants a head coach that's a little bit more committed a little bit more loyal and is, is re- ready and focused to like keep it going. So like, I think for all those reasons, he wants it to work with Dennis Allen. So yeah. I believe that Mickey Loomis, first of all, he doesn't negotiate in the press, but secondly, I don't think he's throwing up his hands. I don't think he wants to deny anything because it's only going to serve to help his purposes. The right. only person, the only person that this hurts is Dennis Allen because it makes it look like he might be on unsolid footing, but you know, behind closed doors, Mickey might be telling Dennis Allen, like, Hey, look, I know this is going to be unnerving and uncomfortable for you to hear this stuff, but you need to let this play out because it behooves you to have a first round pick for Sean. And the more compensation we can get for Sean by mm-hmm. artificially creating this market, the better, the better of a team you're going to have, it's going to set you up for success. So you have to, kind of stomach this period of discomfort for what's waiting for you on the other side of that. So that, that may be what Mickey's telling Dennis Allen behind closed doors, but I just feel like Don Yee, he, he, he's putting this out there because, Hey, Sean Payton coming back, like he's under contract. So coming back to the saints isn't like a possibility. And coupled with that, we know Tom Brady wants out of Tampa so he's kind of putting, putting both of those together in New Orleans. Teams know that the Saints are strapped for cash in terms of just what they can offer Tom Brady. And so to put out there that this is a scenario, like Don Yee's thinking in his head, like some team's going to throw their hand up and say, well, hold on, we, we don't want Sean Payton, but like how much are the Saints looking to pay Tom? Because we'll take Tom. Like we'll pay him, That's right. we'll pay That's him right. this much. So like, he's trying to drum a market for Tom Brady. He's trying to drum up a market for Sean Payton. And those might not be like, those are not mutually exclusive. Like they can, they can, he can be doing those independent of each other by falsely leaking that they want to work together. That doesn't mean that they don't ideally want to work together, but I just don't think Sean Payton has to be with Tom Brady or vice versa next year. Yeah. And listen, Tom Brady, I think Tom Brady's going to play because I think Tom Brady's going to look at this like, I can't go out like this. I can't go out as a sad, I can't go out as a sad nine and eight to fit NFC South champion where I get my head kicked in in the playoffs or worse. I can't go out as seven and 10 
or eight and nine where I didn't win a division and I lost it to Carolina who had an interim coach. Like I can't go out like that. So I think there's a real, it's more likely than not Tom's going to play um, and teams will want him. Um, well, I, I just think at the beginning of the season, it looked like that Chargers job or that Dallas yeah. job, like Dak Prescott went down and yeah. it was like, oh, the Cowboys are done. And yeah. you know, Cooper Rush was their quarterback and like, they managed to win games and stay in the playoff hunt. And it looked like the Chargers, they've gone on a little mini run here. They're going to make the playoffs, but it looked like they were going to be out. So, like, those look like attractive jobs that were going to become available. And it looks like there's a chance neither will. Now, you keep an eye on Dallas. I've always said this. If they lose in the wild card round, I think Mike McCarthy's done. And so if he is, then I, I think Jerry Jones is backing up the truck, you know, opening up the vault. Telling Sean Payton, take as many gold bars out of my private private collection as you want, um, but uh, it, it's hard to know where that's going to be. So, like as it stands right now, it's like Arizona, Denver. Sean Payton's kind of looking at those, and he's like, "Yeah, I could go to either of those places, but like not that appealing in the grand sense scheme of things." So, like, mm-hmm. let's throw New Orleans in the mix here as a possibility to see what else. You know, to, to hold the fire a little bit to the market and, and see how people react to that. So, because I think otherwise, you know, teams like Dallas, et cetera, like they may not view Denver or like they may not view Denver and Arizona as that appealing to Sean. And they may think to themselves, okay, we've got a little time here. We don't, yeah, you know, our feet aren't held up to the fire. That's right. Our job is going to be way better than that. But like all of a sudden, New Orleans, like loves Mickey Loomis, loves Gail Benson like lives there right as a place already it's it's comfortable it's the old sneakers that fit again so i think that's maybe putting a little pressure on the market letting everyone know like he has an option and so look i i think what's funny about all this is that these last two games they matter so much they matter so much because like look miami is probably right back to wanting tom brady right now like with two with all the <laughs> concussions right. and like right. he's back to like he had a good period there but like they're losing now and like i just think if they lose the last two games regardless of what happens with sean Payne, they, they might want tom brady just to pair him with mcdaniel right so like they they are that's the coach's name right mike, mike mcdaniel that's right yeah so I feel like they could pair those two together or, you know, look, if, they, if Miami loses the last two games and Steve Ross feels like I can go get Sean Payton and I wanted him last year, but I can get Payton and Brady together. Maybe Miami becomes an option. I, I still think the saints, if they get crushed by Philly and then they come home and they play, they, they play Carolina and they get crushed by Carolina and Carolina runs for 250 yards. All of a sudden, like, like, like Dennis Allen's in a gr- on a great run right now. And I say that because they're number two in the league in pass defense in the whole NFL with, without Lattimore. And over the last four weeks, they've given up, like, 14 and a half points per game. So, like, and, and they've won two in a row. So, like, if you look at Dennis Allen, like, Dennis Allen's kind of right of the ship, at least defensively. Like, he, he's kind of figured it out. I think if the narrative flips there over these last two weeks, where he, the Saints get their head kicked in defensively and they lose two in a row, then that flips a little bit where maybe is like maybe Mickey Loomis would be more interested in Sean Payton at that point. So, yeah, I, I, I just think for, and, and, and like, look, we talked about Dallas losing the playoffs. 
and, and what opportunities that might open up. So I just think these last two games, like they might not seem much on the surface, but I think so much can change. Yeah. Well, it's it's going to be it's going to be wild. And this is the free podcast. And by the way, you need to become a patron because it is going to get wild. Uh, starting on Black Monday, you're going to want to have these breaking news podcasts and patrons get them. Everybody else doesn't get most of the breaking news, but you have this one as a teaser that gets you hooked. Um, there is another thing that we're not going to get into too much today, Andrew, but I think it's bigger news than the Sean Payton and Brady nonsense back to the Saints, which I, in the end, I think it's just nonsense. Like we said, it's just on you. But the Raiders, for all intents, all intents and purposes, they broke up with Derek Carr today. Like they are yeah. benching him for Jared Stinham, the old Auburn quarterback. I think I said his name right, whatever. But Derek Carr, basically, the Raiders, they can cut him, and it only counts $5 million of dead money for next year, and they don't owe him any guaranteed money. Like, they can cut him, like, they have to cut him, like, three days after the Super Bowl. They benched him, basically, because they decided, we're breaking up with you, but if you get injured in these last two games, your $33 million contract in 2023 gets guaranteed. We're not risking that because we're, we're breaking up. Pack up your stuff and get out. And I just think, Andrew, like, Derek Carr, like the the free agent quarterback market is so very mid. Like everybody in the NFC South is going to want him. Washington's going to want him. The Colts are going to want him. The Jets are going to want him. The Saints and, and the Saints are going to want him because because yeah. Dennis Allen drafted him. And after they, the Saints beat the Raiders, Dennis Allen's like, I still stay in touch with them. I really like Derek. We still have a relationship. And I know the cap nerds. And when Derek Carr gets free and cut and he's a free agent, like everybody in the world is going to say, the Saints are $50 million over. It'll never work. Yada, yada, yada. Don't believe that shit for a second. Like if the Saints want to make a move for Derek Carr and Dennis Allen and the Saints decide he's our guy, the cap ain't going to fucking stop shit. They might not get well, it because other teams yeah. will be more appealing. But like the cap will not stop them. Like if Derek Carr, all, all, be- all the Saints have to do is they like sign him to a deal where like the guaranteed money doesn't happen after June first, and then they can cut a bunch of bad contracts to afford him. You know, Anders Pete, uh, Cam Jordan, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Thomas. Like any, like I mean, I don't know who it would be. But I'm just saying, like, there's a bunch of moves they can do post June first, and all they could do is just like have the contract kind of happen at that point for Derek Carr, for service, yeah. Yeah, for Carr, where like, you know, they can make it work. And like, don't forget a year ago, like they were about to sign Deshaun Watson. And if they did that, they were going to double down and have Toronto Armstead as his left tackle. So like they, they, they were going to find a way to make both of those things work financially. So like, you can't tell me that if cars on the open market, they can't make that work. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I personally, again, I could be wrong about this. I, I think the Saints go all in for him, and I just think his comfort level with Dennis Allen, the relationship they have, uh, New Orleans, the offense, like if it can get in an exciting direction. I, I think there's going to be other teams out there that throw a ton of money at him. It, it, it's very much going to be potentially like a Kirk Cousins scenario, and we may not be comfortable with that. I think a lot of Saints fans are like, yeah, I'd take Carr at the right price. I don't know that I'm paying like – making him the richest deal in the, in the league or, or close to right. Like QB one top 10 level money. That's probably what it takes to lure him away. So that, that may be a non-starter for some saints fans, but I'm telling you right now, 
if he becomes open on the market, the saints are going after him. And like, they're pr- it's probably down to them and like three other teams and whether they get him or not, we'll see, but hundred percent they're they're there. I would say there's higher than a one third to 33% chance that he's a starting quarterback for the saints next year. I would say, I would say this with the Derek Carr sweepstakes, it will be as chaotic and wild for different reasons as Deshaun Watson. We won't be fighting over it because Derek Carr doesn't have all the off-field baggage, but it's right. going to be like that. It's going to be the Saints will elbow their way in. I don't know. You don't think you don't think wearing guyliner is off the field? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> wearing guyliner is kind of weird, but no, I, I think uh, with Carr in particular. I've always thought he's a pretty good quarterback. Now I've always kind of made the comparison. Like I think he's in that Kirk cousins and everyone hates Kirk cousins. And they, I already hear listeners hearing that and be like, Oh God, I don't want that. But I, I think he's pretty good. He's been a good quarterback over the course of his career. Um, you know, what's interesting is he got Devonte Adams this year and he's had Jacobs as his running backs. So, like everything was kind of set up for him to have the best year of his career. And, he's kind and of- it really, and it really just didn't happen. It didn't happen. Like it kind of went downward and it's been a disappointing year for Carr. Like he hasn't played his best football, but you know, when I make the cousins comparison, like you look at the stats that cousin has put up and you, know, he's had digs in his prime. He's had Thielen in his prime. He's had Jefferson. And at no point has Carr ever had weapons like that. I mean, you could argue Darren Waller, but he's a tight end, like not really a blocker. And he's had a strong running game. So was cousins, but like he, Carr has, but for this year with Devontae Adams, and again, it's kind of weird that he's kind of had a down year with Adams, but before this year with Adams, Carr has never had weapons like that. Never. And well, so, at least not on that level. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, it, and listen, we'll, we have all off-season to debate it. I'm just saying, like, fi- like file it away. That, like, yeah. Derek, like, Derek, like the, the Derek Carr sweepstakes is going to happen it is going to be major news around the league. And, and I the, think the Saints will be in the mix. And the Saints will, will, will elbow their way into that mix uh, at quarterback because they, they still need a freaking quarterback. So, guys, yes. thank, thanks for joining us. And listen, become a patron. Try us out for $7 a month. If you don't like it, I'll refund your money. But you're going to love us. And as we just went through all this stuff with Sean Payton and Brady and the Saints and Derek Carr, like this offseason is going to be wild. And if you love the Saints and you want the breaking news, we're always first with the breaking news analysis before anybody else. You're going to want it. You're going to need your fix. So freaking sign up and become a patron. Get in our Discord. We're talking Saints 24-7 without social media crap or Twitter and Facebook and all that. So, so sign up. Support us if you've been listening to the free free version. We need it so we can pay bills, keep Thomas happy in Poland, give him all the nice meats and cheeses and such. Uh, please support the show and help us grow our community. Guys, thanks for joining us, and we will see you again tomorrow.